Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, February 13th, 2018. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. I apologize that we're coming to you a little late. Um, I went and saw a local production of The Lieutenant of Inishmore last night, and James got hung up on a very, very long, important day job business call. So I'm putting something together for you here in the morning. So I apologize about it being a little late and getting your hopes up that there was some big announcement that we were waiting on. There's not. Uh, anyway, but there were some big announcements yesterday, and let's start off with following the rumors of other Broadway divas potentially leading the tour. Yesterday, it was announced that Tony-winning legend Betty Buckley would be donning Dolly Gallagher Levi's red dress for the upcoming national tour of the Tony-winning show, which will launch from the Connor Palace at Cleveland's Playhouse Square this fall. In a statement, Buckley said, quote, I am so thrilled and happy to be playing Mrs. Dolly Levi in the first national tour of Scott Rudin's rapturous production of Hello, Dolly. When I saw the new production on Broadway starring the divine Bette Midler, I literally wept with happiness. It was one of the most joyful productions I have ever witnessed in the musical theater. I am delighted and honored to be added to the list of wonderful actress-slash-singers who have played the role I can't wait to hit the road and bring this happy show to all of America. A number of locales have already announced that Hello, Dolly! will be a part of their season, but more venues are announcing their 2018-2019 slates every day, so keep an eye out for the one closest to you. I know I have my fingers crossed that Betty and the show will be swinging through Central Florida soon. Now, if I'm being honest, I love Betty Buckley. We've interviewed her here a number of times. I mean, we chat on Twitter uh, every once in a while, but... I don't know that she would have been at the top of my list if people were asking me to pick people to play Dolly on tour. Uh, you know, she's far more known for being a little serious and playing serious characters, um, but there is a reason she's a legend, so I'm, I'm confident that she can find the heart and humor in the iconic character. Her last album, Story Songs, had uh, its fair share of, of humor and stories uh, that weren't completely serious in there, so I'm looking forward to seeing her in that. Now, that wasn't the only big announcement, at least from my perspective, that Betty Buckley had yesterday. It was also announced that she will be playing Grandma in the upcoming third season of AMC's comic book show Preacher. Now you're probably saying to me, Matt, she's playing someone's grandma just because she's an older actress. She doesn't need to be typecast as a grandma. Why are you telling me about this? Well, that's because if you're unfamiliar with the Garth Ennis and Steve Dillon comic book uh, that this show is based on, Grandma is the big bad. The show's producers purposely didn't follow the chronology of the original books, so they ended up pushing Grandma's introduction back a few seasons. But trust me, there is plenty of juicy stuff for her to sink her teeth into in the next season. The show also features a couple of London stage stars as well in the lead roles. Dominic Cooper, you might know from Mamma Mia, the movie is as, as well as the Marvel Cinematic Universe and stuff. He plays Jesse Custer, the titular preacher and grandma's grandson, and his real-life girlfriend, Ruth Nega, who uh, was in the Academy Award-nominated film Loving a couple years ago. She plays his girlfriend, Tulip O'Hare. Um, it's a really weird, goofy show, so if you haven't watched it yet, uh, you can catch up before Betty Buckley starts on the show later this year. In other Broadway news yesterday, producers announced that in the 2018-2019 season, the classic Lucy Simon and Marsha Norman musical The Secret Garden will be returning to the Broadway stage under the direction of Tony winner Warren Carlyle. Now, they didn't really give any further information like, you know, dates or a theater, so 
take this with just the tiniest grain of salt, but with Carlisle attached to direct and choreograph, that does give it a little bit more credibility than something that's just been floated out there. Now, interestingly, as we've discussed in the past on this show, there were a number of productions that were related directly or semi-related to each other over the last year or so across the country that were aiming to get The Secret Garden back to Broadway. However, Carlisle wasn't the director of any of them. So it does raise the questions about maybe perhaps after DC and Seattle and I think Houston or somewhere else, that maybe the investors behind the show weren't happy with the direction uh, that the show was going, so they brought in somebody else to kind of steer it towards Broadway. But either way, for people who love The Secret Garden, this is exciting. This has never been one of my favorite shows, Um, but apparently a lot of people love it, so hopefully this comes to Broadway in a way that, that honors what they love about the show. Sticking with Broadway announcements, on Monday, as rehearsals began, the entire cast for the upcoming Summer, colon, the Donna Summer musical was revealed, and as anticipated, it looks an awful lot like the cast of last year's La Jolla Playhouse production. In fact, it is the cast from the La Jolla Playhouse production, with the addition of three new ensemble members. Returning to the production are Aaron Crone, Ken Robinson, and Jared Zarilli. The vast majority of the company is made up of women, as the show's conceit has it that, other than those three guys who play major figures in Donna Summer's life, the rest of the men in the story are played by women. As we know, Donna Summer will be split up into three separate characters, played by Storm Lever, Ariana DeBose, and LaShans. The show begins performances at the Lunt Fontaine on March 28th, and will have an official opening on April 23rd. Moving off-Broadway now, on Monday we learned that St. Anne's Warehouse would be bringing an exciting, intimate production of Oklahoma to the space this fall. Directed by Daniel Fish, the show played as part of the Bard Summerscape season in 2015 at Bard College. The production will now kick off St. Anne's season on September 27th, with tickets going on sale on March 31st. Now, back in 2015, the New York Times' has been Brantley said of the production, quote, it elicits what has always been just below the surface of this magnificent musical. That production featured Amber Gray as Laurie, Damian Duano as Curly, and the great, great, great Mary Testa as Aunt Eller. No confirmation yet if any of those people will be part of the show when it comes to St. Anne's. I personally kind of hope that Amber Gray is a little busy with another show coming to Broadway, but we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. The production will celebrate the 75th anniversary of the iconic musical coming to Broadway. And I'm really excited about that. Oklahoma is one of my favorite shows. I've talked about it over on Sun Like It Pop when we talked about our favorite musicals. I think there's so much depth to the show that people have kind of overlooked for generations. And, And I'm excited to see a production that actually kind of dives into that in a new, interesting way and in one of the coolest spaces in New York City. Now, perhaps coincidentally, yesterday we learned of two upcoming big screen adaptations of stage shows, both with some fairly recognizable names, and that both of those reports came from Variety. First, Variety reported that Bette Midler and Sharon Stone will be leading the cast of the film version of Charles Bush's The Tale of the Allergist's Wife. The movie will be directed by Andy Fickman, and Daryl Roth is one of the producers. The play explores the Upper West Side milieu of aspiring, intellectual, and middle-aged upper-class matron Marjorie Taub, who lives comfortably with her doctor husband Ira in an expensively furnished condo. Her ongoing effort to improve her mind and soul has brought Marjorie to the conclusion she will never be more than mediocre. 
a feeling enhanced by her elderly mother's constant complaints about her shortcomings and her husband's altruistic dedication to serving the needs of the homeless. I, I think this will be fun. As should this other announcement, again from Variety, where they reported on Monday that Jim Parsons will star in and co-produce the film adaptation of Matthew Lewis's play, The Legend of Georgia McBride. Parsons will play veteran drag queen Tracy Mills in the movie. No word yet on who will direct or when filming will begin. But as we've talked about before, if producers and filmmakers out there want to make interesting, small or independent films, off-Broadway theater is where you need to get your source material. So I'm looking forward to both of these films. Anyway, that's all we've got for today. Thanks for listening today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter at BWWMatt, and subscribe to something like a pop on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. Now, if I'm being honest, I, I don't know who's going to be with you tomorrow or when it'll come out, as I will be at a screening of the Black Panther tonight, but someone will eventually be in your ear holes on Wednesday, so somebody will talk to you then. Music